Hey everyone, welcome to the No Time for Time Travel Podcast. We're a podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me all the way from not very far from where I'm at is Quok. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, so actually Quok is uh, in town. Um, if you guys saw our Twitter posts, I did post a picture of us uh, um, recently. And um, yeah, Quok, Ashley, do you want to talk about why you're in town? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's very simple. I'm just here to uh, visit my friends and family. That's about it. Uh, cool. And I, I guess like the next time, I don't know when the next time we'll record, but probably the next or the second to next time we'll, or the second time we'll, after this we'll record, I won't be like from France anymore. I'll probably be from uh, UK since I'll be moving over there. Nice. Yeah. So I'll have to update all of our profiles to, to, <laughs> to say UK instead so, of France. So I won't be saying bonjour anymore. i just be saying hello. <laughs> or wait, what, what do... um. British uh, people greet like how do they greet? Is it any different? I, I don't know. I, I oh, you know yet? It, <laughs> <laughs> I assume just like hello. <laughs> okay. <Or> hi. <laughs> okay. I I was just thinking of the movies where it's like a chip chip cheerio. You know, I got to stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just from movies I've seen. But um, yes, yeah, so we got yeah. we got to get as stereotypical as possible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, today our topic is going to be a heavy one. Um, we're just going to get right into it because actually I don't have a lot of time to, before my meeting. But um, the topic is about Blizzard and everything that's been going on with the harassment stuff. Um, so if you guys who are listening haven't heard, which I would be surprised if you haven't heard, uh, Activision Blizzard uh, was uh, recently um, was sued uh, over, was it the... Was it class action? I'm actually not sure, but I know it's a big deal about uh, sexual yeah. harassment and yeah. um, all the big culture there. So did you uh, look into like the details? Do you know anything about like what it is that that people have, you know, been talking about? Uh, no, nothing specific. Uh, I more or less know like the general gist of what everybody uh, knew, but it, I knew that it got big enough where like government got involved, right? Like to be students, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I guess some of the the it's weird to say highlights, but some of the you know uh, things that we're talking about was um, the the general work culture was like a frat frat boy kind of thing, and um, the girls that worked there, what was it? They would the guys would always make passes at them, you know, and then uh, the uh, what else was it? There would be also like work stuff where like eighty percent of the the guys that worked there, they would throw all their work to the to the females, and then uh, they would play like video games all day. And then it would be all the females that do do all the work. Mm. Um, there is also the the harassment stuff that I talked about. Um, trying to remember. Oh yeah, there was the Cosby suite. I don't know you heard about that, but a bunch of like the like a handful of the leaders were um, uh, at a conference had a a hotel suite. And they had called it the Cosby suite and they called it the Cosby suite. And they had a big picture of Cosby and worshiping them. And it was basically like, they were kind of like a secret, not, not even a secret, but it was like, they're, they're kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but you kind of know what I mean. 
yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's kind of like so, a, a representation. It's like their their deity that they yeah they yeah. <laughs> and we all know the stuff about Cosby. So, um, right. uh, yeah. I mean, before the other details, like, yeah. I mean, it's weird to even ask what do you think because I think we all know what we think, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. It, it's Blizzard under Activision. It's a huge company. And it's just surprising, you know, like how how this got to where it is now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have like really don't know what to say. I mean, it's like it's generally like what a lot of people feel or should feel is like, well, it's, it's one, it's kind of it's super messed up. Um, I mean, it got to the point where like the victim itself uh committed suicide yeah so that, that, was, that, was gonna mention that too. oh yeah yeah so it, it's just like i'm sure this happens everywhere and it's definitely not okay um but uh i'm kind of glad that things like this are being brought forth into the light more uh so because i'm sure like it happens everywhere but it's always been very silent and whatnot so it just keeps going and going and going and it's it's uh it's kind of just like a a thing that that people kind of just associate that it's that's normal uh when it shouldn't be um so yeah i'm, I'm uh it's sad that it's uh, of the result that it got uh from the victim um but at the same time uh, I'm glad like this there's like a big shed of light on this and that more people are um it got so big where like the, the general public uh knows about it and now people are more aware of certain of, of situations like these uh, in studios or other companies in general. So I hope like it's kind of just starts where people can um just start speaking out more in their own. Uh, workplace uh to prevent this from happening in the future yeah uh it's crazy right because i think like you know like what you said about having it prevented uh in the workplace which brings me to hr which brings me to the other point where the person that was what was it um the head of hr was kind of like promoting not promoting but they were mm -hmm. not really against the behavior but in hr was trying right. to sweep everything under the rug too right yeah, yeah, the head of HR left the company too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what was? I'm I mean, I'm I'm more curious, like, because you were mentioning like a lot of like the head people, like with the Cosby uh hotel, whatnot. You say a lot of the the head of the leaders and uh, whatnot. Um, I'm kind of curious, like, what the general, uh. I guess departments are normally involved. Um, normally, I'm more in the art uh, art department, so I don't know if it specifically uh, tends to be more in the business, legal, uh, logistics side of things, or if it's a general thing overall, whatnot. Wait, what are you trying to ask? So I'm trying to see, like, if it's like very. Um, 
cent centered, uh, very centered around uh, business leaders or business department a lot of the time, like the the uh, the harassment, uh, the frat boy kind of camaraderie or not camaraderie, uh, the the environment, uh, frat boy uh, environment. If it's saying Blizzard in general, or if it's like specifically uh, the business side of thing or the business department, HR department, the, the lead, uh, the, the head CEO, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? From what I've been reading, like it sounds like it's throughout. So it's not just, it's because of the leaders that kind of like allow it. It uh, kind of just keeps promoting it. Yeah. 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 So, so that's tough. I mean, they did. It, it's kind of weird too because like it's annoying with how they responded did you did you see how they responded no i haven't no they they responded saying that you know they they hear it um and was it and then uh i i think that's at one point the ceo was like you know he's tired of hearing all the complaints they know that that's an issue and then they don't want to stop hearing about it right but that's mm. a very bad way of handling it yeah right like mm. like hear it you, you guys did something wrong hear it and then keep talking about it don't just be like stop talking about it or trying to sweep it away and say right. oh we'll work on something right yep. um yeah there was something i also wanted to mention too i can't remember but it was like who they hired for uh for um their their PR response to, yeah their pr okay. mm -hmm. um yeah, who was it? I recently saw. Okay, I gotta look look it up. But yeah, you can continue talking about something, but uh, I'll look it up in the meantime. Yeah, I think um, relating to this, like Riot had this something similar uh, affair like a, a while, but a few years ago, one or two years ago, two or three years ago, yeah. something like that. Uh, and then they had a big walkout uh, on. Uh, with employees and whatnot uh and it's it, it's kind of like it's very weird right it's kind of like for us we we're, we're, we're both guys so it's like we're not affected by it and we we don't know how it, it feels to be on the receiving end of, of things uh we're just doing it just out of uh general moral uh sort of thing and it's kind of like well if we know it's wrong but it it could affect them in like more uh, like in a men, uh to more of a mental state sort of thing, and it, it's like it's weird that some people uh to is like you it, you kind of like feel like uh, they said that with Ryan at least they said like they they adjusted this they did all this to prevent it blah blah but so kind of like saying they changed. But at the same time, it's like a weird thing. It's like, do you still support this company, even though like saying they change or have changed or whatnot? Uh, because it's still like something they did. And obviously it's gonna leave a mark. So it's gonna damage their reputation and whatnot. Uh so it's kind of like now that Blizzard's in this thing, it's kind of like, well, what what are fans gonna do? Are they gonna like the, like the big uh, diehard Blizzard fan, are they gonna continue supporting uh, them because of like the games in the future, but with like somewhat uh, or like minimal uh, support 
or but still thing, or is it gonna be like straight up boycott? Yeah, yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, it's very tough because some of the people who you know, it's not, it's a company's culture, but at the same time, not everybody at the company is bad, because there are yeah. people who you know they work there because it's their job, and they need to pay the bills, and they stay with the company because it's Blizzard, right? Right. Um, some people have left. Some people have left because of the culture. Right. Um, but there are still people there who worked on these games and spent so much time working on them. You know, and it's like for us to boycott, it's difficult because it's like, yes, we boycott the company. We don't agree with what they've done, and you know, they don't show any improvement. Yeah, we we don't want to support that kind of culture. At the same time, we are also potentially um, putting these people out of a job, right? The, the ones who are working there, yeah, 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 and you know, working. To put money on the table. Sorry, not money. Food on the table. So who puts money on the table? Um, <laughs> <laughs> put food on the table. <laughs> yeah, for for the family. Um. So yeah, it's yeah. it's tough. But uh, you know, having said that, a, a lot of my friends who have pre-ordered stuff from Blizzard, you know, the upcoming mm-hmm. Diablo stuff, they've canceled all their pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's and I just I um uninstalled Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't even want to play, but it's more of like I haven't been playing much anyway. So this gives me a better reason to even completely uninstall yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough. So like as a consumer, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Like because there are people too, but then there's right. also a bad company. So it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like blood money in a sense. <laughs> yeah i didn't think about it that way blood or drug money yeah so it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's for mean, me it's, it's super simple because I, I don't really play blizzard game i just play some because of my friends but it's easy but i know like a lot of people are like they've been investing in the company for, during like the good times and whatnot and now uh blizzard evolved into something else and uh, it, it's not the same as what it used to be so it's kind of like you're saying, I, I, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's good uh, to boycott, at least like to send a, a message to Blizzard uh, to at least like shape up, you know, because it's, otherwise it's kind of like, it, uh, it's kind of like saying, even though you're doing this, we're still making money. So we'll still be okay. And people will forget about it in like two or three years. It's it's kind of like the gun control argument with the whole mm. school shootings. It's like you get to the point where it's so bad and then everyone's like doing the, you know, saying like we need to do something about it. But it's it's yeah. just in, the, in several years, it's just like nothing happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's weird. It's it's hard. And especially because Activision is such a huge company. Like, I don't know if they will change. They they yeah. they lost they had a big drop in their shares, yes. Um, like down like 10%, but is that just gonna bounce back up? I mean, you know, they they the president left, uh their VP, I think, also left. Maybe not, I'm yeah. not sure. Uh the head of HR is gone. Uh so leadership is turned over, but does that really mean the culture will change? Leadership can turn over, but it could be just the the board of directors trying to cover their assets, right? Like it's yeah. 
it's like, oh, show everyone that we change by, you know, letting go of these people. And then, right. but then it would just continue. And yeah, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's like systemic, right? Because the people who work there are also ingrained in that culture. Like, yeah. how do you change culture? That becomes a whole human factors kind of discussion, you know, like just right. completely changing the culture of where you've been working for so many years. It, it definitely uh it definitely has to change definitely have to come like from the top top where the top person or people um have to start nipping it by the bud if they see it rather than just saying like rather than trying to cover it uh sort of thing or let uh, or just let it bypass and say like oh it's okay uh it's only one incident uh sort of thing and because that's when it starts growing and say, and people start thinking this kind of behavior is okay. Uh, and if, as like the, I guess like the, the top person or people, uh, the board or whatnot, uh, they have to be very, um, very active in this kind of role uh, to, to enforce this kind of, to enforce the, positive behavior uh otherwise if they if they continue if they are the source then they are definitely the problem and like you said oh just it's already ingrained in the culture and if the top isn't if the top is the culture does it doesn't matter if you have like new employees it's going to be a wave of people coming in and out uh that would just take either incorporate into like the culture or they'll leave because they don't like the culture and it's always going to be there. Uh, so if you start fresh, uh, or like start doing more, uh, start reinforcing more positive things, um, then it will potentially purge out, but that will take a, long, a bit of time. Yeah, it's it's uh I mean the the big thing that can make them move is more of like money related, which I think the new lawsuit that's coming through, um, it is from the investors. And mm. they're they're suing them for not disclosing that there's a frat boy culture at Blizzard, which mm. would have affected how investors invest. So mm. I mean that's another way that hopefully pushes them to change. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, but that might push them to change more because it's related to their their kind of bottom line, you know? Yeah. So it, it is, but at the same time, it's kind of like a, there's so many ways to hide it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And so that's why it's, it's they did it once before. And now people will just they'll be more aware of it. And if the top person did just like uh find a way to bypass it, then it's just gonna happen again eventually. Yeah. yeah um, it doesn't buy it doesn't change much uh, uh, but it will just delay it in a sense. Yeah, that's true. So so you work in like animation which includes sometimes video game companies, right? So right. have you worked uh have you worked at big companies and then small companies and I guess like have you kind of like uh how does it compare to like I guess Blizzard. Mm. Um, I've worked at both. Uh, this coming from me because I'm also male. I don't experience these type of harassment um, uh, directly. 
So I, all I know is just from like my female friends and just hearing their stories. Uh, so small companies, it definitely depends on the leader. Um, the one I worked for in France said they actually had a, like a anonymous, or I don't know who that person is, but it's just like a, a male person uh, doing the derogatory things to one of the female, uh, um, that sort of thing. Uh, and he, uh, like the, the leaders of the company were good enough to, uh, consult, to help consult one, consult the person, the, uh, the girl, um, went to the police about it and whatnot. And just saying like, this is not okay. And they made, they made a statement saying this type of behavior is not okay. Uh, benefit of that being like a small company is like it's easier to manage and control, right? So it's not like a big company where you have hundreds or thousands of employees to do and everything gets uh, it can be overlooked. Uh, that's the benefit of being in a small company or small slash medium-sized company is that you can manage things a little bit better. Uh, and uh, it's kind of like being in a, small, a small, small neighborhood where everybody knows everybody in a sense. Um, so, and in big companies, uh, I've had it where I've talked with an HR and she seemed nice and whatnot uh, from my uh, interaction with her. Uh, but from like my female colleagues, they had uh, a lot of negative uh I guess like experiences with her. Um, so it, it felt like I'm just, this is uh, me just like being, uh, ma making inference and whatnot. But it felt like it's more of like the, even with the HR, even if they're, they are a female uh, sort of thing, they can decide, there's still a sense of sexism where they can um, side with the males to get more of the male benefits sort of thing. Uh, so it's like, being part of uh, like um, being was it drinking from the Kool Aid? I forgot the term, something like that. Uh, drinking the Kool Aid, yeah. Yeah, drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, so it's just like, uh, yeah, so it's just being part of like the the group, so not to be excluded and whatnot. And so even being part of a group is kind of like you might may or may not be uh, bullying people of your. Uh, own sex and whatnot so for me that that was like a big surprise in like a in the form of sexism uh, of who it can come from because you would expect one hr is like the place that you can rely on uh two that it's mostly male um making uh or male having their sort of um i guess belittling uh, the female but female belittling female is also a thing uh, as well while at the same time being nice to the male so it, it's like a, a weird it's like a very weird sense of sexism that's that's not that's people probably not aware of um, so for me it just opened my eyes a little bit more to a different form of sexism and how it it's incorporated in some culture. It's just like for us males, it's a little bit hard to see because we don't experience it 
uh, as much as the females do. Yeah, you know that would, that to me, I I was I didn't know that. Like I was very surprised when you were talking about that because when you we were talking about leadership changes earlier, I was just thinking put the female in charge, and then you bring up like this whole HR female representative can still be like not good. I'm mm-hmm. I'm like okay, that makes sense, but that was yeah. totally unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's like for me, like I was hearing like stories from my colleagues, like more than just three or four that had similar experience. And I was like, oh wow, okay. So this is based on their experience. Like mine is is always fine, but it's just like one and it's in the more favorable one, uh, uh more favorable point of view. And so it was like eye-opening. And it's like, oh, okay, it's it's now I'm more aware. And I think it's good to be aware of, of these sort of things. So because one, we can at least provide support and know what's out there for people who go through this. Um, and like, at least like, if not just anything like a, a emotional support, just to be there to, so that they know that it happens and that it's not okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's not something yeah. they should put up with. Cause sometimes like, you know, like it ha- it becomes like a normality. We're like, oh yeah, every company has this. It's it's not a big deal. You just have to deal with it. And but then in reality, they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I know. Like I've I've heard some companies where even not not just this, but just the bullying aspect, they're more yeah. like, oh yeah, no, that's just how that person is. I don't think that's a good excuse. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's no, you don't no, no. Like if that person's how it is, they shouldn't be at the company, right? Like right. it shouldn't be you who has to deal with them or you and plus 20 or 30 other people deal right, with them, right, right? It's it's the culture of the company. So because of that, the culture of the company just allows it to happen um, right. with no repercussions or, you know, uh, not just no repercussions, but no one then talks about it because it's being swept under the rug. So right. yeah, it's it's like, it's just this, this doesn't even... Yes, we're talking about the gaming industry, but this doesn't even just have have a uh, occurrences in gaming. It's it's just everywhere. Like yeah, it's in general. Yeah, big companies like typically because there's just so much more. That I think big companies just like what you just said right now, right? Like people mm-hmm. in HR are trying to please people above them. So, um, uh, even just kind of like not talking about the gender part, but just in general, the big companies it's just harder right. because there's just so many people and many people are just trying to move up or many people are trying to keep their job yeah. and want to stay at a big name company. It's, it's a weird like balancing act of like, you know, like, should I stay at this company? Cause it pays well, blah, 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 at the sacrifice mm-hmm. of my moral, like, you know, standing, mm-hmm. like, like where is that line to draw? Right. And it's, right. it's difficult too. Cause then I, I, I could have sworn I read something where somebody, I think one of the executives had talked about how whistleblowing is bad or like you shouldn't mm. whistleblow. And then it was like a, such a bad moment because this is in the active investigation of Blizzard. And, yeah. and she's like saying that. I was like, well, if that's someone that's at your company where you don't like even allow whistleblowing or saying that it's bad to be a whistleblower, then you shouldn't even, your, your company should just not exist. <laughs> like you're, you're really... <laughs> Just, you know, like I'm speaking yeah. all over the place right now because I don't know even know what to say. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's totally true. It's kind of like, well, 
it's like what why is I guess like the I don't I haven't read the article. So I don't know like what's her defense for saying whistleblowing is bad. It's just because you calling it out and making a that sort of thing, like calling out is bad. Is that is that the, the reason for um, her saying so she you should have whistleblowing? She basically retweeted an article from that was talking about the problem with whistleblowing. And mm-hmm. because you retweeted that in the middle of this whole blizzard thing where there were people who, you know, whistleblowed, I guess. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, of course, everybody got pissed off because she was basically promoting the idea that whistleblowing is not good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah. And then everyone was like, you know, oh, like, what the hell? Like, all that stuff. And then she deleted her Twitter. So, <laughs> so instead of even addressing, like, why she did this or, you know, sorry about this, instead, she just deleted her account yeah so yeah yeah, yeah so I, I i don't know how uh like how how much that she might have gotten from her like messaging afterwards but scott i don't know if that's like an issue as well <laughs> like okay, she did lead into that thing but yeah it's, it's like you said like there are definitely ways to go about it um but yeah, so it's it's also like you mentioned, Tony. It's like a, in general, uh, whistleblowing. If you don't need it, the, I mean, if, if your company is good if you don't need it in general. Like that, that's the kind of culture you have. It's where if you have whistleblowers and you're saying it's okay, it's kind of like bullying, right? You're saying like you have uh, people who are bullying somebody. And you have like some other somebody else who's trying to defend them by it's like a tattletale in a sense, it's like in kids' term. And it's like tattletaling is bad. And it's like, no, it's not all bad. It's if you're helping using it to help somebody, then it's not bad at all. Yeah. Also, yeah. remember how I talked about uh who they hired and all of that stuff. That yeah. I just remembered. So it was her that I was talking about. So uh, Francis Townsend actually was also under the Bush administration a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. And she was basically assistant to the uh, president for Homeland Security and Counterterrorism. So mm-hmm. uh, back then, she had the job of trying to defend all the war crimes that the U.S. committed, which was including stuff like torturing and waterboarding. So, oh. so she has some experience with trying to defend unlawful acts. Right. So. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> so that's what I was. I, that's what I said earlier. That I forgot about that. I just remembered was it, it's that that person too. Oh man, that that's rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just like interesting how what kind of leaders. I mean, yeah, yeah. Activision Blizzard were like, oh, you work for the president. Cool, come on board. But um, oh, you work for the president to defend waterboarding. Oh, well then. <laughs> so. It should be minor <laughs> compared to yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Um. Yeah. I mean, we could wrap this topic up, but in general, yeah. of course, you know, we, obviously, yeah, <laughs> this is a bad thing. We're against it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like a thing that permeates a lot of other companies as well. I mean, in general, the gaming industry, uh, in the past few years, and you know, I actually forgot about this until I. I I was um, watching the live broadcast of Super Best Friends uh, video game sleepover podcast. And mm-hmm. they were talking about like yeah, the last few years, 
several companies have had these issues. And, yep. and to your point, I forgot about them. Like I knew at the time and then I forgot about them because there weren't really big actions done. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. hopefully this is a big enough one where California is suing them, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, one, it's like what you were saying is just like, it was a way uh, people were aware, but the, uh, sadly, like the, the end result wasn't big enough to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's really sad that it has to go to uh, go to this point, get to this point. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, we we could wrap it up. Um, yep. So so yeah, Blizzard is bad. That, that is <laughs> Blizzard is bad, and they need to change their ways for the whole industry. Um, all right. So let's move on to uh, just some of the questions we had from the uh, audience. So Adam Redding from the Super Best Friends Video Games Keeper Podcast um, says, question for you, sir. Do you think the Steam Deck will be a big success for Valve or just another uh, niche Steam gadget like the Steam Machine devices before? Is portability the secret sauce that was missing before? So question for you, Kwong, is... Do you know anything about Steam Deck? Yeah, uh, I I saw a little article about it. It's essentially the uh, Steam version of Nintendo Switch. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> that's that's the easiest way to say it. Um, yeah. So, do you know about the Steam machines before? You remember? I didn't those? know about Steam machine before at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why they were like such a dead product. Um, they uh years ago uh the ceo of steam um was talking about releasing this steam machine and the steam machine was basically the console version of the pc so it's like a box mm-hmm. that would play all the steam games on like the tv um that kind of was dead like i i remember like the big like thing about it everyone talking about it i don't mm-hmm. remember a release i don't know if there was one or not um and if there was then i don't remember anything about it at all because yep. I had no interest and I don't think a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now the Steam Deck, it had it went out for pre-orders. I immediately put a pre-order in it. And um, I think uh, what Adam was saying, I think is portability is the big factor. And mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that's why the Switch did so well was, hey, it's a console on the TV that you can take with you as a portable. So, I mean, I really hope that it's, the Steam Deck will do well because of the portability factor. And for me personally, my PC, my tower, I can run games on it, but then I, can, I have to RDP into it from my, my laptop mm-hmm. and RDPing doesn't work well for FPS games. Um, right. So I have this powerful GPU on my tower. I can't play or take advantage of it with the games I want to play. Uh, secondly, is like I had to sit at my computer to play it. I'm like, I, I don't have time to go and sit at my computer and dedicate time to just play on the computer. Right. Um, portability, like I play the Switch everywhere. Like I can be going to the doctor's office like early and then wait for my visit in the car. I'm just playing the game. Um, on my lunch break, I can just go grab the, the, the Switch and just turn it on immediately 
on mm-hmm. low, low load times and just play. So I'm hoping the Steam Deck will be the same way. Um, but do you have any thoughts about the Steam Deck? Uh, I think portability is one factor, but at the same time, I, I believe uh, it depends on the capacity that it can play at because you're talking about PC games uh, where things are relatively high specs. And the thing with like the Switch and whatnot, most of their games, they're relatively like low specs so they could run pretty smooth. So if you're trying to run like a PC game on a a portable system, the system has to be extremely powerful to make it smooth. Um, And two is like, it depends on kind of like, a lot of games were made for PC uh, with the idea of being on on a mouse and keyboard, uh, is what I'm saying. Um, So if you try to uh, translate that into a portability, uh, into a portable system, it might lose some of the like the the gameplay feature and might feel more clunky. Like if moving forward and whatnot, all the games becomes more open to be um, cross platform that you can play. And it's more easily playable on like a portable system where like navigating and whatnot. Uh, it doesn't. It feels better. Or it feels uh, as good on like a mouse and keyboard, but with like a controller. Then yeah, sure, that that'd be great. Um uh thing with like portability is just like uh it's really weird since like Stadia is considered portable and it and it was based on just connections, uh, like internet connections or whatnot. This is more so it didn't do too well because it, it lagged like how. But yeah. <laughs> this is this is not uh since this, this is more of like um just being a port and you could potentially just steam it from like a I'm sorry, Steam. You stream it from like just like a regular uh, system. It you might it might be pretty good because like the switch in the sense you just plug in TV and it'll, it'll play. Uh, my thing is just will depend on how it will be able to perform um, as a system to be able to play like old game, old PC games and whatnot, or like new PC games because. Uh, with Unreal f- uh, Five coming out or not, I don't know how well optimized like the Steam Deck will be for that, uh, or with like the old system at all. So it you know, sometimes some games are even like clunky on like the PC. Uh, you'd have a good computer. So unless like the processing power is like super uh, high spec on like the Steam Deck, it's I, I foresee it being just like very laggy and people will just complain and people will use it as a tablet or, or play like very uh, low spec games, like indie games or whatnot. Yeah. So the idea that they had was um, this game, this uh, Steam Deck will be able to play all your Steam games. Um, the specs that they have is that the core count is a four core, eight thread CPU, uh, 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz. And the, its GPU is a uh, is an eight core AMD RDNA two, with a one point six uh, gigahertz uh, speed. RAM is sixteen gigabytes. Um, storage is uh, 
you know, there's three of them, 64, 256, or 512. So it will be locally downloaded to this device so you could actually play it. Uh, mm -hmm. Resolution on the device is 1280 by 800, which actually I think helps alleviate the um, lagginess and display issue because you're mm -hmm. rendering at a smaller resolution. Mm -hmm. um, because it's a handheld device, there's no need to be 4K, right? Um, but you are right. Like I, I do, I, I am concerned about how fast it can go obsolete that you have to like update the game. Cause this is basically a handheld PC without mm -hmm. the ability to update, you know? Yeah. And you know how like games just keep requiring like new, new higher stuff. Right. Um, I don't know how they're going to handle that. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the way they handle it is just by limiting the resolution. But I also hope there's a way for them, like some algorithm that would re-render the game in a playable manner for the Steam Deck yep. instead of having people have to upgrade the Steam Deck by buying a new Steam Deck, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing like I'm worried about. Uh, not so much the lag, because I think the lag will be okay because everything's local. It's not like streaming. Um, but I do understand what you're saying about like the performance issue. Yeah, performance. I, I don't expect it to go 60 FPS. I'd right. be happy with just 30. So Yeah, if you can play it smooth and uh, and whatnot, I think that would be a big uh, step in the right direction. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's definitely one of like, the big factors. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm just more, it's just more of like how many games are made to be on a, on a console from Steam uh, versus like, uh for a keyboard and mouse sort of feel yeah i'm wondering if um they're gonna have like um predefined mappings for games that they're you know steam deck optimized or something you know um yeah because some games they, they require like like at least like with like the the big rpg or like sorry mmo rpg they might require a lot of like button mapping oh so yeah yeah, so it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's four button enough? It's, it's five button enough? Like six button enough? That sort of thing. So or just attach a keyboard to the Steam, <laughs> Steam Deck and now it's just basically a, a PC. A portable computer. Yeah, yeah, it's like a laptop now though. Yeah, but they did say that, you know, if you really wanted to like um, uh, install anything, you could like, mm. you could do it. You, they they yeah. will allow you to switch it to dev mode. So yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, it's, it's just a matter of like, on paper, it seems nice, uh, but we'll see what happens when it actually launches and with all like the technical issues that we might deal with. Yeah, mine's not even coming until quarter three, I think, because um, okay. I I waited a bit because I was just like, mm, should I pre-order, should I pre-order? So I waited like a whole day and then yeah. I put the pre-order in and it won't come to like, like late 2022. Okay. So at least I will see what's going on with the first batch, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Can you yeah. cancel pre-order sort of thing? I don't know, but the pre-order deposit is only like 10 bucks, or five or 10 bucks. Okay. Okay. So I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's not that much money lost if I don't want it. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, yeah. It would definitely be $10 yeah, I, versus like 400 versus 300 something. Yeah. I've paid for indie games. I don't play anymore like they're more expensive so true it's very yeah. true yeah i'm reading here it says that for, if you're running portal 2 
you can get uh, four hours uh, of battery life on it. And yeah. uh, if you limit it to 30 FPS, you're going to get about six hours. So yeah. battery life is eh, but it's it's like I won't be playing that long on, when I'm like playing on the go anyway. So, mm. but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it depends on on the on the game for sure. Because some games are more intensive, so you're going to be sucking up the battery life a lot, a lot faster. All right. Well, I mean, uh, we have one more question. So this is, uh, I laugh because I don't really know how to answer this. This is from David J. Tate, another co-host of the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. He says, I only have one question. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, how dare you, Tony? I, I dare you. I dare very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Kwok? I don't dare. I don't dare at all. <laughs> Man, that reminds me of the dare program when we were younger. The drug, oh, was it drug, drug abuse? Something. I don't remember what it yeah. stands for. But basically, it told you to say no to drugs. And what they yep. found was places that implemented that program actually had kids end up doing more drugs. Oh, really? Yeah, because kids were not aware of drugs until that program. Oh, man. Yeah. So it was a bust because it was actually bringing awareness to, hey, there are drugs out there. Just say no to them. But kids only heard the first part. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I think that's all. Um, I actually have to get to my my meeting now, but... Do you yep. have anything else uh, to kind of wrap it up? Uh, no, uh, nothing so much this time around. All right. Well, no time for time travel. Signing off. Heard your own worst feet. See ya. Bye. I love to Come with me if you want to live. I love to I love, I love, I love No time for time travel.